1: Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift Caps and Fear, those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding.
0: Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah.
1: Long time no see. I know.
0: It felt like forever. I missed
1: you. I know. I missed you too. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot has happened, though in the last few weeks. in particular for you. Well, I mean, you had, you had things going on too.
0: I've been on (laughs) workcation. I've moved around a lot, but I didn't like, I didn't uh, press a baby out of my vagina. So that's, I feel hmm. like I, I only get partial points.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, it's, it is kind of wild. Just, Yeah. yeah, it's been a few weeks and there's a tiny human in the world and he's, needy but he's also really cute so yeah who knows who knows what kind of podcast this is going to be because my brain's a little fried but you've Fair been enough. there you you know it's you know what to expect
0: sarah i'm just incredibly um do you say grateful my brain's not working that well either i'm oh, grateful great and, and i'm actually like i know this is bad when we're both having brain problems um <laughs> and i'm actually like very impressed that you're here recording this right now
1: well right now the baby is crying and this means that ben can take care of it because the other 24 and a half hours of the day wait that's not there aren't 24 and a half hours the other 23 and a half hours of the day it's my job i feel like we just set the bar for this
0: podcast and how the accuracy and language level and everything's going to go
1: yeah, so we're not going to tackle anything heavy today. I think, I think <laughs> okay. let's just keep it light. Let's just, let's yeah. keep it light.
0: So I think we've sort of agreed to do a, a, shorter, um, a shorter episode this week. Um, yeah. And yeah, we're just going to get caught up on my vacation and your non-vacation and maybe tell a few dog
1: and baby stories. Sounds and good. Let's do it. Perfect.
0: Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Lisa Ringfield, co-founder of the Outspoken Women in Triathlon Summit, We are really excited to announce that the Outspoken Summit will be returning in 2021. This year has created an opportunity for triathletes to get back in the blocks and start to rebuild triathlon to create a more inclusive and welcoming space for all. Join us from the 12th to the 14th of November as we host a virtual summit to connect with like-minded women, center women's equity in the sport, hear from industry leaders, and develop leadership skills related to our roles in triathlon. The summit will provide a rich forum to develop strong voices, inspire others, and advocate for change in the sport we love. For more information and to sign up for the event, go to OutspokenSummit.com. We hope to see you there. Okay, hey, so Sarah, I want to hear from you first, obviously. Um, okay, here's my question. What has been your favorite and least favorite things so far about motherhood?
1: You can okay. say more than
0: one, too, in each category if you want.
1: Uh, my favorite thing so far is that uh, I have created the strongest, smartest, most handsome human being that has ever existed in all of eternity. No, that might be the the hormones, um, you know, kicking in. I don't know. We never promised
0: accuracy on this podcast. Oh, not You're not. All. I mean, but
1: there have been billions of people and he's he's got to be like top one percent at least so i don't know let's see i don't it's just it's it's fun seeing the changes um Mm. because right now he's just over three weeks the first couple weeks he was you know pretty much larval stage and now he's starting to you know engage and that's cool so Mm -hmm. i like that worst part uh oh man they just eat all the time at least this one does and i just Mm -hmm. like i can't i can't break away for more than like 20 minutes without him being like hey hey it's time to eat again 20 minutes well
0: all night too or do you get some breaks in the night no
1: i get some breaks so he'll sleep like three hour blocks at night oh Um, that's pretty good yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's and I've had a, f- a few, like, five-hour blocks, but that just Ooh. spoiled me. Yeah, no, that was not long-lasting, unfortunately. Still, within three weeks, having even yeah. one five-hour block? I know. I was, I was pretty pumped about that. So that's, I would say that's the bad part. It's just that this human being, like, I, I have no freedom because his survival depends on me feeding right. him all the time. <laughs>
0: and how did you like sorry i know i'm gonna let you finish answering my question in a minute but like you know it's like you go into this thing like knowing that there's going to be a creature that's dependent on you very closely for the especially that first like it's essentially motherhood is essentially a long process of like unwinding that dependence right right? like they become less and less dependent until they're like they only text you because they need money for amazon
1: (laughs) That's very specific. Yeah, not that I have any
0: experience with that. But but, um, yeah, how did you, like, has it been what you expected in that
1: way? Uh, I I thought that he would, you know, like, just have some more downtime where I could do stuff. But instead, I'm learning how to do things while feeding a child. Mm -hmm. And you can actually do quite a bit Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because, well, he's, he's not that heavy yet. And I know I won't be able to do it, you know, a couple months from now, but I've been able to like do some gym work while holding him and nursing Mm -hmm. on the bike. I can do it like non super hot cooking. Um, I get a little nervous with the knives and the hot pans, like (laughs) Like as long as it's not hot stuff or sharp. You know, I, I could do some stuff. Yeah. yeah you I know.
0: can't even cook bacon without, like, taking out my own eye from, like, grease. Yeah, I,
1: I am not going to cook bacon right. with the baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. And I don't think I let I let you finish your least favorite thing, or did I?
1: I don't. No, I think it was just the uh, dependency factor. Right, which... yeah. Like I've been my own independent human being for too many years. I'm like, just give me some space, man. (laughs) Totally. I remember like with like joy,
0: the moment, I think I was probably like two weeks in where like I, my mom was at home helping. I left the house, walked to Starbucks, (laughs) sat and drank a coffee by myself and came home. Like it was like a one hour outing where I got to be like, on my own in the world, um, after a couple of weeks, maybe maybe two weeks in, or maybe three weeks, where you are like and that was notable to me, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, like you never get to go back to that dependence. Like every phase mo- moves so quickly um, that, like, and it's it as you know, with time passing, like it just starts to pass so quickly. Like in six months, you're gonna be. Flying to races. Well, maybe you won't be, but just an example. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: There's that is I mean, it's good to know. And and that's what that's why I keep on telling myself, like this is not forever, it's a phase. Yeah. Um but when like he's cluster feeding and it's just nonstop,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's getting a little old. <laughs> yeah yeah that feeling like you're a
0: milk machine
1: yeah exactly exactly yeah, I
0: hear you I hear ah, you. well Though I was super impressed I loved the episode that you recorded on your own
1: oh thank you story.
0: um that was really fun and funny like you made me laugh out loud several times um
1: like- <laughs> sorry just it was funny just talking about nursing like oh sorry my breast got really sore sorry we're on so we're on
0: video and Sarah just like leaned back and grabbed her breast. so like oh maybe,
1: maybe probably because I was talking about nursing this is gonna be maybe this is gonna be shorter than we think um cool
0: anything else to report did you oh here's what I would like to know I heard yeah. it on your um I heard it on your you know your alone episode but oh yeah pronounce the baby's name uh Håkon. haken okay is that i I love that name actually Um, and is there it's like h-a-a yeah
1: yeah so there are different ways to spell it Mm -hmm. um but we we went with uh like the more norwegian way because it's it's a fairly common nordic name okay Um, yeah so fun story Mm -hmm. uh one of what the main inspiration behind the name, it's this character in a book, um, in the distance, and the the author's is Hernan Diaz. And the I just absolutely loved the character, loved the name. Um and Hernan found out through my sister that uh who's a writer that that was the name inspiration was his his main character Mm -hmm. and we got like a signed copy of the book well Hawken got a signed copy of the book and like a little welcome to the world present and it just it was so sweet I know I know I just I'm so in love with that Mm -hmm. like what a nice human being yeah yeah some some author decided that you know, because his character inspired by child's name. Right. He's gonna send me a present. Right. Or and a hawk you, and a present. It's
0: not a present you, for me. Are you do you have a Nordic background? Like is that nah, your genetic nah. roots are from? You just I mean
1: maybe something. Maybe, I probably. I'm very mutt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I do yeah. love
0: the name. And Hawk, will he be hawk for short? Yeah, he's baby hawk
1: baby hawk savage
0: he's He's never gonna not gonna be savage
1: oh totally so um (laughs) the problem so the other day like and and i think this is going to resonate with some people the other day i'm like okay obviously he needs a song and i've been trying out different songs Mm -hmm. i tried out baby shark with his name instead (laughs) baby hawk worst idea ever because exactly so that's the problem is that it's just one of those earworms and like once once you start you can't go back um the baby shark song brutal yeah
0: okay i think we might need to like play a clip of that if uh (laughs) if Lindsay can find it because it because our listeners need to enjoy this for the rest of the week
1: that will play in their head that's just cruel
0: so, so did you reject baby hawk do
1: do, do 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 as the song well i can't get rid of it i just <laughs> i've stopped singing it but i just did it once and like that's just it goes in my head that right. it's really hard to leave mm-hmm. yeah yeah now um enough about me how was your vacation how was your my- camping adventure I- I just, it's
0: just been a busy summer, you know, yeah. like I took Rosie camping. I went on that backpacking trip with my friend, Carrie. Right. Um, we, I just recently went with my partner on a, actually it's nothing like camping. It's like to say in a cabin in um, Fairmont hot springs, which is about three hours. Wait, I need to get my geography. Three hours West of Calgary. Um, and like, you know, when people have like a cabin, but really it's like, an amazing beautiful house that's like bigger than your and more (laughs) luxurious than your own home that is where I went to stay (laughs) um so that was pretty fun Um,
1: does that does that count as glamping yeah not even it's like this
0: is way above glamping like when I when we took Rosie when we took my partner's kids to like camping yeah Yeah. we did glamping like we had a trailer and a tent okay that I would call and I'm so glad for it because I don't think my child would have survived like five or six days of tent life Mm. um she's just not like that's just not the introduction to camping at age 10. I don't think that's the way like I think if you want your kids to sleep in a tent well like you have to start young go for a couple nights kind of thing like one night in the backyard when they're three, build yep. it up, <laughs> kind of thing. So I did not do that. Um, so yeah, we did. It was some glamping, um, and then yeah, definitely some amazing holiday cabin. Oh,
1: structure. that sounds so peaceful mm-hmm. and amazing. Yeah, yeah. Was there a hot tub? Was it that kind of <laughs> yeah. nice? Yeah, pl- yeah. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. That some tub. wine, <laughs> some hot tub.
0: Yes, it was so freeze. Bad perfect (laughs) mountains lakes all the things um the funny thing about like the funny thing with the hot tub was like the people who owned the airbnb were like very had very strict hot tub instructions so it kind of amused me and they were like you couldn't look anywhere in the place and they had sent it in the email too of course like without seeing the hot tub (laughs) instruction so we followed the instructions clearly um and got to use the hot tub
1: what kind of a I i mean you just go in a hot tub i think like i
0: i'm not a i'm not totally sure but i know like Lindsay, who works for me she runs an airbnb too her and her partner and they like have had times when like someone in the middle of the winter left the hot tub open with the heat pump on all night and the heat pump burnt out like people sometimes when they're staying Uh... in someone else's home like don't treat it like their own and gotcha just kind of do shit like that like this it's not a hotel where you come and go to the hot tub it's like it's just like a little heat pump um so I think just stuff like that like they probably had some bad experiences um but
1: yeah well what what was what was the oh I'm just gonna take your question and recycle it okay the high and low of your little vacation okay highs are easier for me I think
0: you know I like I, I often talk about like my evolving role as like founder CEO and like working my way through this business and figuring shit out. And that's like just my learning process. I like to talk about it, but like recently um, I really felt the need to slow down. I felt like my team needed to slow down and that comes with a feeling of um, insecurity because you're like, if we slow down, will we stop making money? Mm. Right. Cause we had pushed so hard for 18 months. Um, but I also felt like, if we don't slow down, something could detonate here. You know, like I don't want to lose any of my team. I don't want anyone to burn out. I don't want to make a mistake because we're rushing so fast, stuff like that. Like it just felt like the right time to slow down. And that could be like, I could be projecting. Like, I think there are other people on my team who felt that too, but I definitely did. Um, And so I've been like trying to figure out how to value my own thinking and brainstorming time within the Mm. business more. Um, So I wrote about that on Instagram and it's like coming slowly, you know, where I like, if I'm, tempted to think that if I'm not doing like a hard task like if the task doesn't have an outcome that's like a document or a podcast or something that it's still like that brainstorming even if you don't come up with 12 ideas and write them down is still important because like you're setting a stage for later where you're like synapses might connect in a new way and you come up with like the idea you know? right um, and I'm definitely at a place where I'm talking to a lot of people and there's a lot of like business ideas quote unquote like, coming into my world and I need to with the help of loads of other people figure out which roads to take right so
1: well I I think I think the 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 importance of creativity in business is undervalued and to be creative you really do need space and time to think Mm -hmm. Um, because you can't just force it like you can't force the next good idea that you're going to have that's going to bring Your business to the next level and if you do then you could you could have things kind of like you said you could have burnout things go out of control do you put all of your eggs in a basket and it's it's not well thought out Mm -hmm. so yeah i i mean i'm validating your Need for space. Yeah, and like (laughs)
0: the logic of that, like I've known and understood the logic of that for a really long time. But actually, in practice, being like I'm going to go for a hike at two o'clock in the afternoon when I Mm. feel like I should be responding to emails is actually like has actually been a lot harder for me. I, I, or I'll just go, oh, I'll just finish this. And then I get into that task and next thing you know, it's 6 p.m. I'm making dinner for my kid. I'm, yeah. you know, and that time has been, and, my, and I'm, I'm in the time that I'm in right now where my brain's not functioning as well. Um, and then I can't go back to that brainstorming.
1: Well, I, I mean, I think that's just how we, how we value what we see to be uh, productivity. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we don't take- yeah. Thinking time into consideration when we think about productivity
0: yeah and it's interesting how we like that stuff's fury like even though I know it I've internalized all of those notions right and I've like I and I feel like this is not the first time I've tried to go I've tried to let go of those kind of like internalized notions about what work is and like I'm just on like a some kind of a like I'm, in a way, I'm learning the same lessons again, but every time I'm going to a higher peak when I learn the lesson. Mm. If that makes sense. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> that's the way I see it anyway. Um, but I've been—I pl- started playing this game today. No, yesterday, um, which is like. So sometimes I think about like the checklist tasks that I have to do. Like I look at my to-do list, and I feel I think like like a lot of people do about their to-do list. Like, ugh, I don't want to do it. Right. Right. The game. Oh. I should say before it's like, the game is called, how motivated are you really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> so it's like, if I look at the to-do list and I think, "Ugh, I don't want to do it right now. Great. Yeah. If I say, no. Okay. If I don't feel like doing it right now, I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to wait until I'm motivated to do it, which is actually completely opposite to the way that I normally function like I normally do what has to be done. I think that's an athlete in me. Like right. you get up, you run, you know, <laughs> or you like you get up, you eat your toast, you go to the pool. Like doesn't matter how you feel, do the warm up, figure it out. <laughs> like um that's instilled in me. So now I'm like playing a little game with myself where I actually do the opposite and wait and see um when I feel motivated to do the things because like if I never feel motivated, something's wrong.
1: Oh, but There are things that I will never feel motivated to do.
0: Sure. I'm not saying this is like a solution. Like, I'm not like, this is not my business advice.
1: Like, like, this is not,
0: (laughs) this is not like what everyone should do all the time, but like as someone who functions in the opposite way.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Like uh, like 99% of the time. Right. Just trying it on. Yeah. I'm like very curious when I'm, because I am very motivated for my business to grow right? And I'm very passionate about it. And so like that passion plays back down to like the shitty email list I have to do or whatever. Um, So like, do you know what I mean? Like like, it kind of reaches back and allows me to do those tasks and feel motivated for them. um, If I give it a second. So, so far it's been working. Like this morning I got up and I was like, I don't, I had this list of four things I wanted to accomplish before I left for CrossFit. And I was like, I don't feel like doing it. I'm going to sit here and drink my coffee. And then half an hour later, I was like, I feel like doing this. I totally want to do it. Like, let's go. So wow. like, it, it worked it's yeah. like as a psychological, like almost like calling my own bluff. Like you think you're not motivated, but you are. Um, so,
1: well, I, I look forward to the day where you're like, yeah, it's been four weeks and I was really supposed to do this one thing and I haven't. <laughs> i get it yeah i get to
0: show up next week for the podcast like lying horizontal on the sofa just like i didn't do anything this week it's fine didn't feel
1: like showering the past week <laughs> <It's all good. laughs> you'll have to like call in call in some kind of backup
0: um okay sarah i'm aware of your time and your baby um so let's take a little break and come back with dog and baby stories
1: yeah. if we are riding is a feisty podcast Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at If We Were Riding, And we love hearing from our feisty friends. So please send us a voicemail at Sarahlidfeisty.com That's Sarah without an H. Right. So just grab your phone, record an audio
0: file, and email it to me. And we will love it and love you forever. Every day there seems to be a new wellness trend. Like, eat this. Do this, avoid those scary things. And how do we know where to start and who to trust? Inside Tracker cuts through the noise by analyzing your blood, DNA, lifestyle, and fitness trackers. This provides you with a personalized, science based, trackable action plan on how to live, age, and perform better. Inside Tracker is simpler, cheaper, and more convenient than traditional blood tests. And includes tests that we need as athletes, but aren't traditionally included, like ferritin and vitamin D. My favorite part is that they don't just give you the data. They provide you with nutrition and lifestyle tips to take action. So for a limited time, Inside Tracker is offering our, if we were riding listeners, 25% off their entire store. So just go to InsideTracker.com forward slash riding. That's insidetracker.com forward slash riding as in if we were, change is an inside job, start inside. And our regular listeners will know that If We Were Riding and All Things Feisty is proudly partnered with Orca Sportswear.
1: For 15% off all items on Orca.com, please use the code LIVEFEISTY15.
0: And that includes the wetsuits, so good deals all around
1: all right sarah so you know that we have our very large dog buddy who was my baby and he's still my fur baby Mm -hmm. uh he's he's managing the new human okay Mm -hmm. like he's very curious he loves the noises he loves the smells uh wants to sniff the baby everywhere but he's only allowed to like sniff the bottom half
0: I think we maybe talked about this, or maybe it was on Instagram. You showed like the baby behind like a shield so that the dog doesn't like, <laughs> drown the child in slobber. You,
1: like, yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta protect, you gotta protect the baby who is very small, and the dog is very large and very slobbery. So he's been feeling a little oh, buddy. Yeah, I know, because I'll go for walks with you know the kid. I don't bring the dog anymore and he just gives me this look like oh this is terrible can we return it because i want my life back where you took care of me yeah i know i feel i feel a little guilty but part of it's on him like if if he were well no no if he were less um exuberant shall we say on the leash (laughs) but okay. i would be able to push the stroller okay. and go for a walk with the dog right right i see yeah that's cute poor buddy mm-hmm.
0: poor buddy just buddy like sit beside Do you have a crib like just buddy sit, sit oh, he, there? like is he protective at all
1: yeah he he's he's very gentle with him mm-hmm. um it's just that you know his head is weighs twice as much as the baby does his, j- his jowls could just smother the child so yeah be careful yeah yeah
0: that's only time you know the child the child by the time it's 22 may be heavier then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it's only a matter of time before the child is equally slobbery so <laughs> True. it's starting already like
0: oh and then you have all the like advantage like like once hawk starts eating then like eating the food then the dog will be like the cleanup committee.
1: Yeah. Best part of having a dog. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> um yeah, now when you, I had- you had a dog when Rosie yeah. was born, right?
0: Yeah, it was so cute. So when I had Rosie, um I had a it was half golden lab and half um husky. And she was like she was a very nice dog. I loved her. She ran with me, you know, but she had like 0% loyalty. Like you know, like domesticated dogs like loyalty is like one of the high qualities that they try to like breed into them right right but, like huskies are just like an exception to this right so like if we opened the door the dog would run out and never come back like it didn't she she didn't have that like sense of loyalty that other dogs yeah. do um but with rosie she just like totally just plumbed <whistles> on to rosie like rosie was hers to protect and just took that job so seriously. Like the dog sat, like when I bathed her, she sat on the floor beside the tub. When she was in, when Rosie was in her crib, the dog sat beside the crib. Like we would like everywhere, <laughs> everywhere Rosie was, the dog was like, I have pictures of me breastfeeding with like the dog's head on my lap and, and, Ro- and Rosie on my boob. Like it was just, a, yeah, it was actually really sweet to see, um, especially for a dog that like did not have that loyalty to me
1: that's really sweet Mm -hmm. i i i don't quite get that from buddy um (laughs) he's at the point where like if he hears the baby cry he'll just like lift his head up from the bed stare at me until i go and do something about it and it's just this look like that human is making noise again and i just need you to stop it because it's ruining my nap um yeah (laughs) how is buddy gonna
0: respond when like toddler hawk tries to ride him like a horse
1: well, Ben has already tried to put the baby. I mean, <laughs> safely, safely. His hands were yeah, on like, the chest. He didn't just already. let go. Yeah, so it's it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm but sure. we're not going to let go until he's big enough, which maybe never, because it's <laughs> big enough. Yeah, it's a very large dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, so I I completely apologize. I need to go rescue my screaming child. Um, I also apologize to our podcast listeners because this could be the next few months of our show. <laughs> so
0: in summary, send us voicemails. <laughs> you listeners are now in charge of the show.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm, I was counting on you having more bandwidth. Um, <laughs> hopefully oh geez okay so this is going to devolve into just stream of consciousness podcast from now on excellent
0: perfect no we do to be fair we do have two um voicemails that we will cover next week uh we just needed to be a bit short this week because um because of baby but um yeah be back more voicemails more baby and dog stories and maybe we'll talk about triathlon
1: next week too oh oh right because this is a triathlon ish podcast mm-hmm. all right Sorry. thanks thanks for listening to another week and we will be back with you next week none of you people can tell me to stop my town my crown we know what it takes to be reaching the top we're reaching the top we're reaching the top we know what it takes to be reaching the top